You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What is up, Chicago Bears fans? Thanks for checking out my show. This is T-Formation Conversation. My name is Lester Wildfong. When I'm not here on the Windy City Gridiron Podcast channel, you can find me on Twitter at W-I-L-T-F-O-N-G-J-R and also at Windy City Gridiron, writing about our beloved Bears all the time. So, hey, training camp's a bit over a week, a week old now, and the big story has been the development of Justin Fields, which has been a lot of fun to follow. It's kind of weird because Fields, as a rookie quarterback, I mean, we expected him to take his lumps here and there, but so far, so good. I mean, even his not excellent days have still had a lot of stuff that has been good out there on Twitter, Um, a lot of cool stuff happening in Chicago Bears camp, not only with him, but also with Andy Dalton. You know, the quarterbacks have both performed... Uh, let's just say much better than what we're used to seeing as Bears fans. So, so that's cool. I mean, that's that's obviously really cool to see how that whole story develops. But, but man, the second big story so far in campus has to be the injuries. Are they serious? S- some maybe. Um, is it a concern? Is it, should we panic as Bears fans? I think it's still too early to panic. But at some point, all these injuries are going to add up. Yes, it's still the preseason. Um, the, the the first game is in one week here from today. I'm recording this on Saturday. So first game's in a week. The positive spin in all this is the Bears are going to see a lot of these younger players in camp. Uh, they're going to see a lot of these younger players, um, more, more of the roster fringe players in the practices against the Dolphins next week. They're going to see some of these younger players in the preseason games, which may not help them win a spot on the 53-man roster, uh, but it's going to help them earn a spot on the practice squad. And and that's what some of these young guys are really fighting for. But just having these guys miss, you know, again, I have, that's the silver lining aspect of it. Um, you, obviously, you want to have your guys out there. You want to see your, your projected starters all playing. But that's the hand the Bears have been dealt with right now, and they're, and they're dealing with that. So let's go over the, the injury list from, from the latest practice, which was the August 7th practice. Um, limited. These are guys that, you know, they were practicing, but, you know, for whatever reason, the Bears kind of held in the back. Uh, limited. Uh, wide out, Demir Bird has a heel injury. Running back, Artavis Pierce, hamstring. Offensive tackle, uh, Badara Trahoe. I'm, I'm, I'm butchering that name. I know I am. Badara Traori, knee injury. Uh, Joel Iwe Binwe, hamstring. Probably butchering that name too. Uh, Iggy, we all know Iggy, hamstring injury. Uh, Michael Joseph, Desmond Trufant, cornerbacks, uh, hamstring and a groin, respectively. Robert Quinn, starting outside linebacker, has a back injury he's been nursing. So so who has been benefiting from some of these guys that are just kind of limited? You got to look at Travis Gibson, outside linebacker. You know, he may be in line to get some good pass rush reps this season. He may not, you know, be the number three. Uh, Jeremiah Chow is going to be the guy that's going to probably be that role as the third 
outside back room, but Travis Gibson has had a nice camp so far. Uh, he has shown a wider variety of pass rush moves. He, he's changed his body a bit this offseason. He's much more ready for the rigors of an NFL season. So if Travis Gibson, man, you know, if he can continue this good play on, we'll hopefully we see him flash in the preseason. He's a guy that has been benefiting from Robert Quinn, who, who has, Quinn has been out there in camp. The back injury, they've kind of brought him along slowly. Um, I think he may have even had a couple days where he kind of was sitting out a little bit, but it's not to the point where he can't practice fully. He, he was, like I said, he was limited today, back injury. It's really nothing to mess with, but they're being smart with him. Uh, at corner, you know, Kendall Vildor seems to have benefited the most from some of these minor injuries from Trafant, and those two have been in a battle for the starting outside corner spot, and uh, I mean, I'm not going to say it's Vildor's job to lose now, but it's starting to trend that way because he, he's available. You know, he's showing the coaching staff what he has right now, so with Vildor ha- having a good chance to play outside, that kind of leaves Duke Shelley as the guy that's shining the most in nickel. The Bears have been trying a lot of different guys at that nickel spot. But from what I've been told from guys that are in camp, um, it seems like Shelley could be the odds-on favorite to have that spot there. But again, a lot of the nickel comes down to what happens on the outside opposite Jalen Johnson. Because you have Trafon and Vildor still battling for that spot. Like I said before, if, if Vildor wins it, then I think it's going to be Shelley. If Trafant does win that outside corner spot, I think Vilder, I just like his upside better than Shelley's. I think Vilder kind of wins that nickel spot. But but again, we'll kind of see how these things all play out here. Uh, some more guys that are missing practice. Uh, we're going to talk about the guys in the COVID list. Uh, Eddie Goldman, a nose tackle. Christian Jones, linebacker. Patrick Scales, long snapper. Uh, offensive lineman, Elijah Wilkinson. Brad Biggs of the Tribune reported that he believes this was a false positive and those guys should be back, but it's, you know, it's been a few days now and they haven't returned yet. You know, this could change. I mean, they could be back to practice on Sunday uh, for all I know. Um, it, it could be one of those things where they just kind of want to be extra cautious, make sure and run those tests again, test all, all these guys again, false positive or not. These guys have mispracticed quite a bit. At nose tackle, you got to look at a guy like a rookie, a uh, Kairos Tonga. He's had a chance to shine a bit. He's been running with the ones you know, I thought he was a roster lock, you know, before camp started. And the more he gets a chance to play here with Goldman out, that's better for him. Because he, he he's the one true nose tackle on this roster besides Goldman. So I, I look for Tonga to kind of take advantage of these reps here. The Bears also a few guys that haven't practiced at all in training camp. Eddie Jackson's hamstring injury. He hurt his hamstring working out before camp. Uh, so he's on the non-football injury list. Then, of course, you have Tariq Cohen still rehabbing that knee on the pup list. And uh, right tackle Jermaine Effetti, also on the pup list. He hurt his hip on the uh, conditioning test that did before camp. Uh, the Bears called it a hip flexor. You know, he should be back at some point. Again, none of these injuries seem to be too severe. Cohen, obviously, is the one who had knee surgery. He's coming back. His time frame, you know, it's with a knee, it's different. Everyone recovers differently from a knee injury. He relies so much on his speed and quickness. It may take him a little longer to get all the way back. Uh, plus, it hasn't even been a year yet. You know, he hurt himself week three last year, so he's still coming up on a full year of recovery time. So he may not come back off the pup until at some point early in the season. But now let's talk about the guys that have that are that missed Saturday's practice um, with injury. And, of course, the offensive line has been hit the hardest as it has been this entire training camp. Uh, rookie left tackle Tevin Jenkins still out with the back. Right guard James Daniels hurt his quad at Family Fest. Right tackle Lashavia Simmons is in concussion protocol, as is rookie Larry Borum in concussion protocol. 
Let's talk a little bit about the O-line here before I move on to the rest of the guys that have been hurt here. I mean, the O-line has been decimated by injuries. And honestly, again, I'm going to go back to the positive spin here. The bright side in all this is the Bears are getting a good long look at Alex Bars, who I thought he was a lock again. Like 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 I talked about earlier with some other guys, I thought Bars had a good chance to make the roster because of his versatility. But with all these injuries, it's really starting to shine through here. Alex Bars has played, obviously, the interior, the guard spots, but he has now had a chance to line up at left tackle and right tackle. The Bears mentioned in the offseason that they were going to try Bars at right tackle a little bit, but all these injuries to Jenkins, to Borum, to, to Simmons, uh, to Wilkinson, you know, the Bears are down and desperate for tackle play. And Alex Bars is one of those guys now that has a chance to show him, show the team he can't play the left tackle if called on. Another guy that's benefiting from the injuries is, is second-year pro Arlington Hambright. Uh, last year, one of their two seventh-round picks. Played a uh, tackle in college. Bears uh, drafted him, moved him to the inside. And last year, he did have the one start at guard. And, and he is probably best positioned uh, for the NFL is going to be at that guard spot. But with the injuries... Hambright has had a chance to play a little bit of left tackle as well. Um, I'm sure he might get some right tackle reps also. He's a guy, it's funny because when he was at Oklahoma State, um, before he transferred to Colorado, Arlington Hambright was bookend tackle with a young Tevin Jenkins. So you know, who knows what, what happens there. Another guy that has benefited a little bit from the extra reps is Dieter Eisland, undrafted free agent from a year ago out of Yale. I loved his college tape, watching him play. Uh, he was a former rugby guy. You know, I'm not sure if he's going to make the roster, but he's taken advantage of some extra reps on the interior. Uh, he's also learned how to play center uh, this last offseason. He's been kind of backing up there a little bit. So a guy like Iceland, maybe he can show enough with his versatility on the inside to win himself a, a roster spot. Let's continue running down the uh, the injury list uh, from, from Saturday's practice. Uh, wide out, Thomas Ives has a glute injury. Uh, tight end, J.P. Holtz, quad injury. Another corner, Artie Burns. He's been out with a quad injury. Uh, Tayshawn Gibson, uh, safety, uh, groin injury. Real quick about the safety spot. The Bears have been missing Gibson for a few days now, and, of course, Eddie Jackson has been missing the entire camp. And that's allowed a couple of players who really haven't had much of a chance to shine on defense during their careers in Deion Bush and DeAndre Houston Carson. These two guys have... Had pretty good camp so far from the guys I've talked to. You know, Bush and Houston Carson, they played a little bit on defense the last couple of years. When the Bears go a little bit nickel stuff, they went with a little big nickel stuff. They went with Bush. When they went a little dime, they had the guys in there. But but Houston Carson has had some picks in practice. Bush has had some picks in practice. Maybe this is the year that things finally kick in for these two players because, like I said, they've been not much on defense throughout their NFL career so far. Time and experience in the league tends to make the game slow down for younger players. And maybe this is at this point in their careers, they're seeing things differently. Maybe a return to the Sean Desai system will help them a little bit. So even though Jackson and Gibson being out is a bad thing, Bush and DHC, they're really taking advantages of their time right now. Continuing on the injured list, uh, two more inside linebackers. Josh Woods has been out with a quad injury. And just today, Roquan Smith, who had a fantastic practice on, on Friday, I mean, the first day of pads on, you know, he was all over the field. The Bears held him out with a groin injury. Again, I'm not sure of the severity. Maybe it's just more precautionary. But, you know, they're missing Iggy. They're missing Woods. They're missing Roquan, at inside linebacker. 
part of this is why they probably went out and signed a guy like Alec Ogletree, who has been having a fantastic couple days of camp. Ogletree has been picking off things. I think he may be up to five interceptions now in his few days of camp, uh, which is funny because this is the guy that you know he picked off when he was playing for for, for the Giants. He picked off Bear quarterbacks uh, three times in his career, so he just may be a guy that that is used to you know picking things off from the guy with the C on the helmet. Maybe Ogletree was that guy. Maybe him coming into Chicago has kind of revitalized his career because last year Ogletree he only played I think in two games. Uh, the Bears worked him out in the off season, elected not to sign him for whatever reason. He kind of sat on the street a little bit. Uh, eventually got a gig with the Jets practice squad. He was called up. I think he started one game. Maybe played in one other one, and then the, the, the Jets cut him, and he kind of was out of football again for the rest of the year. So for whatever reason, whether it was injury, um, exhaustion, whatever it was, last year Ogletree pretty much did nothing in the NFL, but now here he is in Bears camp making an impact. I think it's cool because you didn't expect a guy like Ogletree to come off the street, make a difference for the Chicago Bears, but he's putting himself in a, in a situation to, to make the roster and he's still relatively young where he may get some reps in here because you still got Roquan and, and, and uh, Danny Trevathan at your starters. Christian Jones, you brought in to kind of be the backup guy. Uh, you got Iggy, you got Woods, kind of more special team guys. So if Ogletree can show a little something here, he may make the team. He may push Christian Jones for some playing time at that inside linebacker spot. So again, I mean, we're, we're, we're trying to look at this with the most positive spin possible. Uh, the injuries, obviously... Not a good thing for the Bears, but until we hear something from the team, which, you know, knowing how the Bears operate, we may not hear anything, but until we hear something about a surgery or, or strictly just shutting a guy down, you know, you hear, you keep hearing Matt Nagy talk about guys are close, guys are close, guys are close. Okay, that's fine. Let's see what happens here. Like I said, preseason is a week away. The Dolphins come into practice in the house hall for a couple days coming here this week. You know, we'll kind of see if some of these guys get back out there and play. But uh, that's pretty much it, guys. That is the show. But hey, before I get out of here, I want to tell you guys about this fun app I came across. It's called Thrive Fantasy, which actually combines the fun of daily fantasy sports and the rush of making prop bets. Basically, what Thrive Fantasy is, it's it's a daily fantasy sports and esports app for player props so you can eliminate the countless hours of research and focus only on the top-tier athletes that will have the biggest impact on the game. Here's the gist of it. You choose 10 out of the 20 available player props to build your lineup, and then each prop is assigned a fantasy value for both the over and the under based on how likely it is to hit. Thrive has over $140,000 in guaranteed prizes for NFL's week one, and it has already awarded over $4 million. Thrive's featured 100K guaranteed contest is just 20 bucks to enter, and first place is going to take you home uh, to 20 grand. That's a pretty good deal. So here's the, here's the thing, guys. Use my promo code TFC, which stands, of course, for T-Formation Conversation. When you sign up today, you will get a 100% instant first deposit match of up to $100. Just download Thrive Fantasy on the App Store or Play Store or by visiting their website, thrivefantasy.com. And remember, sign up with my promo code TFC. Good luck and prop up today. And guys, that is a wrap. Everyone make sure you are subscribing to this channel wherever you listen uh, so that way you'll never miss any of our other much better shows like Bill Zimmerman's Bears Banter, Bears Over Beers with Jeff Burkus and EJ Snyder, Robert Schmitz's Bear With Me, and Rule of Three that he co-hosts with Danny Meehan and Brandon Robinson. 
Remember, follow me on the Twitter at Wiltfong Jr. Make sure you follow the entire WCG Twitter account too. We are all found collectively at WC Gridiron, and you can find us on Facebook as well. So until we chat again, bear down, my friends. Support for this show comes from Fundrise. Buy low, sell high. It's easy to say, hard to do. For example, high interest rates are crushing the real estate market right now. Demand is dropping and prices are falling, even for many of the best assets. It's no wonder the Fundrise flagship fund plans to go on a buying spree, expanding its billion-dollar real estate portfolio over the next few months. You can add the Fundrise flagship fund to your portfolio in just minutes and with as little as $10 by visiting Fundrise.com Fox. Carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the Fundrise flagship fund before investing. This and other information can be found in the fund's prospectus at Fundrise.com flagship. This is a paid advertisement.